Stone and Tile Show is proud to be sponsored by the National Tile Contractors Association. The NTCA is a leading trade association in the tile and stone industry dedicated to professional installation of ceramic tile and natural stone. With more than 1,500 members representing thousands of installers, NTCA works hard to be a strong voice for proper installation and qualified labor. The association invests in a professional staff to provide technical support and assistance and offers free educational seminars and regional training opportunities around the country. To learn more about what the NTCA can offer for you or your business, go to the website www.tile-assn.com. That's www.tile-assn.com. Good evening, folks. This is uh, Fred Houston with the Stone and Tile Show, and uh, I just want to welcome everybody to this week's show. And it's kind of interesting. I, I was kind of surfing the internet the other day, and I'm just looking at some. I don't know how in the world I came across some of these these issues, but just some strange, uh, strange facts about about stone, marble, and granite in particular. But in doing so, I also ran across some interesting uh, geology type type. Uh, fun facts, if you will. So we're going to go over those. I'm going to discuss those here today. Uh, but before I do, let me get rid of a couple of uh, housekeeping chores here. The uh, seminar I have coming up in January, yes, uh, even though uh, the Stone Show has been moved to June, I am still going to conduct the seminar in January. It is almost full. So if you want to get in on that seminar, uh, go ahead and check out my website, stoneforensics.com, and uh, let me know if you want to sign up for that class. I do have a few spots left, but that's it. That's going to fill up pretty quick. And, uh, of course, because of this COVID thing, I am not filling it up like I normally do. So it's probably going to be a good good year next year to, uh, to get in on that class. Now, of course, if you can't attend the class, I'm still offering the correspondence class at half price, so uh, give me a holler for that. Uh, let me give you my email address. It's fhuston at gmail. That's f-h-u-e-s-t-o-n at gmail.com. Uh, the call-in number here, if you're listening live, is 323-870-3968. That's 323-870-3968. And, and the question doesn't have to be relating to our topic here. If you have any other question, concern about uh, any type of stone, whether it's, uh, you know, fabrication, restoration, installation, or whatever, uh, just uh, give me a holler here or send me an email, which I gave out a minute ago, but here it is again, fhuston, F-H-U-E-S-T-O-N at gmail.com. I'd also like to welcome some of our new listeners. I noticed in looking at the uh, statistics the other day that we got some new listeners out of uh, South Africa, uh, also some in, uh, in, in uh, Ghana. Uh, and, uh, of course, New Zealand and Australia uh, is probably our second uh, largest listening uh, audience next to uh, the USA. So, again, folks, uh, thank you for listening, and hopefully you'll, you'll continue, continue to listen. All right, let, let's get to some of these interesting, interesting facts, fun facts, if you will, about marble and granite and uh, about the earth in general. And, and some of them are kind of interesting. I actually learned a few things. I knew a lot of these, but when I was reading through some of these, I was like, oh, well, I didn't know that. I didn't realize that. So let's start off with marble. Now, a few weeks ago, I did an entire show on, uh, you know, 
the building of the pyramids and, and a lot of the structures over there in Egypt and other parts of the world. And uh, I think I had mentioned that uh, the pyramids were all once originally clad in marble. So today they're granite and sandstone, limestone, but they actually had uh, marble on the outside of them. And of course, due to weathering and over the, you know, thousands and thousands of years, it's all pretty much gone or eroded away. And I don't think there's any trace of any of the marble there that I'm aware of. Uh, on those pyramids, but it was, it's kind of interesting. This, I, I, this, this next fact is, is kind of interesting, and uh, uh, let me just read you what it says, and I want to discuss it a little bit, and that is Carrara marble. We all know, you know what Carrara marble is. Um, it, you would think that a lot of the marble that's uh, quarried in Carrara, Italy, and if you've ever been there, there's, there's several quarries there uh, that quarry uh, marble. A lot of it is not used for what we're used to, dimension stone. You know, countertops, outside of buildings, cladding, uh, you know, flooring. A lot of it's used for other industries. Uh, one of the industries that uses it, and it's kind of interesting, is Apple. Uh, Apple actually used uh, Carrara marble in their iPhone 7 and their notebook cases. Uh, I, I know the iPhone 7 is a fact. I'm not sure about the 6 or the 8 afterwards or whatever. And, of course, the brand-new iPhones uh, probably don't. I don't I don't know. But it's kind of interesting that they actually use that. And I'm sure there's a lot of other industries that use the powdered uh, Carrara marble as a, as a filler for some of their, their polymers. So I thought that was, that was interesting. Here's another interesting, interesting fact that there are companies who make frames for eyeglasses out of marble. Now, I've seen pens, I've seen that, but I have yet to see a pair of eyeglasses that are actually made out of marble. I, I, would, I would, would not only like to see that, I would like to see how they manufacture that. I, I imagine the CNC, the machinery to actually, you know, use, use marble, real stone marble, not look-alike, not faux material, uh, look-alike to uh, craft it into a pair of eyeglasses. It'd be kind of interesting. I, I wear glasses, so if... Uh, they're not too expensive. I'd consider getting a pair just for the conversation piece that I'm sure people would ask. Uh, the fine powder that I mentioned a, a minute ago that's found in uh, that, that you, in Carrara, especially they'll take marble, they'll grind it down into a, a fine a fine powder. Uh, and that's used in paints. It's used in plastics, which we talked about with the iPhone. It's used in paper, and it's used in your toothpaste. So, you know, every morning and evening when you're brushing those teeth, uh, uh, you know, think about, you know, you're actually brushing your teeth with marble. Now, many other components in there as well, but uh, uh, marble is also also used there. Um, pulverized marble, the powdered marble, is used in a lot of pharmaceuticals as well. Obviously, it neutralizes acid, so you're going to find it in Tums, Rolades, Alka-Seltzer. That's all processed, powdered, pulverized marble. Very, very fine. Uh, Another place you'll see that powdered marble, and I've seen truckloads of this going out of the Georgia Marble Company. They just, you know, train train loads and train loads and truckloads of truckloads of powdered marble is used in the pool industry, the swimming pool industry. When they spray the gunite on the pool or whatever that stuff is, they spray in a pool. A lot of that is is actually powdered powdered marble. Uh, baseball, soccer, football fields actually use powdered marble to line the fields with. Uh, the, the actual lines, uh, and they used to use lime in the old day, but they found that when a ball hits lime and an athlete can get it in their eye, it's going to burn your eye. So now they're using powdered marble. So anytime you see a, you know, a little league uh, field that has all the markings on it or a football, peewee league or any, any 
they're, they're probably using powdered or pulverized uh, pulverized marble. Powdered marble is also given to dairy cows and chickens as a source of calcium. Because remember, marble is what? It's calcium carbonate. So we find it in, uh, in a lot of these, uh, these feeds. Uh, since it's an acid neutralizer, uh, crushed marble can also be used in the, the chemical industry to reduce acid content in rivers, lakes, soils, uh, your swimming pool, a lot of the pH increasers, because calcium will increase the pH, uh, can be found in, in, in what they call pH increaser for, for swimming pools. Uh, any of those powdered products that are made to increase the pH, chances are they're probably a pulverized uh, calcium. Marble powder is also used in a lot of abrasives, you know, to scrub bathrooms and kitchen fixtures, et cetera. And of course, uh, we know it can also be used, marble can also be used to polish marble. The sound right does it, but it's true. Marble can also be used to polish marble. Uh, some other interesting facts of, um, we're still on marble. We've got granite to go here yet. Because of its density and durability, marble is also hypoallergenic. So uh, if you have someone that needs to have a, a clean house or uh, uh, where someone is allergic to everything, you know, a marble countertop and granite for that matter are, are hypoallergenic. Um, Marble is heat resistant. I think we all know that. It doesn't absorb heat or energy as quickly as uh, some other materials do. Um, there are no two slabs of marble that look exactly the same. We, we all know that if we're in the, we're in the industry. Uh, marble can be a host rock for corundum. Uh, that's spinal and other gem minerals, even rubies. So there's an interesting specimen of white marble with a large red ruby and that they found in Afghanistan actually encapsulated uh, right into the uh, the marble itself. All right, let's talk about granite for a minute. That's, that's some of the fun facts uh, about marble. But, you know, granite is probably or is, according to geologists, the oldest rock uh, going back almost 300 million years. So it's old. It's older than we are. That's, the, that's for sure. Um, Granite is also what is called a plutonic rock, and basically what that means, it's formed deep in the ground, underground. Uh, granite is the main component that makes up the continental crust. Uh, the white mineral grains that you see in granite are feldspar. So granite, being the most abundant rock on the planet, compromises about 60% of the Earth's surface. So that's a lot of rock. Uh, the word granite comes from the Latin word granum, which means a coarse grain. And I think I've mentioned this on some of my other shows, you know, how to visually tell the difference between granite and some other stones like a marble or a limestone is usually by the, by this graininess that exists. One visual indication. Uh, granite got its name because of this, this grainy pattern. Uh, granite has a density of about 162 pounds per cubic foot. So if you do the math on that, uh, depending on the thickness of a tile, for example, or a countertop, you're probably looking at anywhere between, I'd say, 15 to 20 pounds per square foot on average for, say, 2CM or 3CM material. Uh, granite, obviously, is one of the hardest substances in the world. Second, only two diamonds. Uh, in fact, granite is so tough and durable that the pedestal that the Statue of Liberty sits on is actually made from granite. Also, the pyramids, the base of the pyramids are, are granite. Uh, so uh, that's interesting as well. And you go back to that show that I did on that. You'll, I talked a lot about, about the granite and how it was moved, et cetera, et cetera, to the pyramid site. Um, 
Granite is also the reason for the first commercial railroad in the United States, the Granite Rail Railway, which started in Quincy, Massachusetts. Uh, let's see. The highest granite mountain in the world is, and I'm going to botch up this pronunciation, I know, is is Kangchenjunga. Uh, Kangchenjunga reaches, it's in the Himalayas, uh, over 8,000 feet, actually, or 8,000 meters. So that's 8,586 meters. That's one tall, one tall mountain. All right, I'm going to take a quick break here, and when I come back, I'm going to continue on with with some more of this interesting facts. But we're going to we're going to move to some interesting facts about the Earth, not necessarily marble and granite in particular. So stay tuned, and we'll be right back right after this. Thank you, Tough Skin, one of our gold sponsors. Marble etches and stains. Tough Skin guarantees it will not. Tufskin provides a unique product and installation service anywhere in the USA with a proprietary stone laminate products. They protect marble countertops with an acid, oil, and waterproof guarantee. That's right, it's now possible to install marble, onyx, and travertine countertops without the worry of etching and staining from common household items like wine, lemon, coffee, or other acidic foods. People have been trying to figure this out for thousands of years, and Tufskin Surface Protection has done it. Available in gloss and satin to match the countertop finish. Visit them online at toughskinprotection.com. That's T-U-F-F skinprotection.com to learn more. Alrighty, folks, we're back. You know, being in the stone industry for all these years that I've been in, and even you guys out there that have been in the stone industry, one of the things that I think is important, and and I know you've probably gotten this lecture before, is to understand a little bit about the geology. Now, where this material comes from that we work with every day. You know, whether we're an installer installing this material, whether we're a fabricator fabricating it, or whether we're a restoration contractor, uh, you know, restoring it, or even even someone cleaning the material. I think it's really interesting some of the facts about the geology of this material and a little bit about our our Mother Earth. So I did find some interesting facts that I, I thought were interesting, and hopefully you'll find them interesting as well. And that is uh, there are teen volcanoes in the USA that are ready to erupt. Uh, what's interesting is all of them are intend to be in Alaska, Hawaii, and some of the West Coast states, of course. Uh, rubies and sapphires are actually the same mineral, corundum, which we talked about a few minutes ago. Uh, the basic chemical for you nerds out there of corundum is is Al203, uh, but you can get traces of iron in it, which basically gives rubies its red color. And I think I've mentioned this in some of my shows before, and I definitely mentioned this in my class, is that usually the colors of stone, whether it's marble or granite, are based on what we call minor minerals or accessory minerals, you know, red being, uh, excuse me, being, being iron, uh, blue sapphire. Uh, so you get all, all different types of types of color, serpentine being greens, whatever. So rubies and sapphires and emeralds are actually more rare than diamonds. You know, you would think that, uh, that diamonds would be the rarest uh, gem out there, but it's not actually rubies, sapphires and emeralds tend to be rarer than diamonds. Uh, not all diamonds are transparent. You know, that, that ring you bought your, uh, your girlfriend or your, or your wife, uh, those are your transparent diamonds, but they're not all transparent. They're all kinds of colors, yellow, green, blue, orange, uh, purple, gray, black. So you, it goes on and on and on. You get a milky white, a pink or red, and uh, a red diamond, by the way, is probably 
the rarest. Uh, if you have a question, uh, let me give you the phone number out one more time in case you uh, missed it. 323-870-3968. That's 323-870-3968. Um, will Yellowstone spawn a super volcano? Will it destroy the U.S.? That's a question I, I, I see uh, actually on the internet, internet. And the answer to that, according to geologists, is probably not. Uh, the amount of magma that's just beneath the surface of Yosemite has a relative is relatively small at percentage. So even if it eventually erupts to the surface, it's only cause a minor lava flow. Nothing like you see uh, see in the movies. Uh, the Gulf of California is a spreading zone. So uh, for you people that are always worried about California falling into the ocean, it probably won't fall into the ocean, but it will be under the water. And uh, you might want to start packing because it's probably going to take a couple, a uh, couple of uh, many, many, many millions of years to do that. So if you plan on living that long, pack your bag. Uh, the Earth is slipping along the San Andreas Fault at a rate of about two inches per year. So that means you people living in Los Angeles and San Francisco are going to be neighbors in about 15 million years. The Great Lakes uh, contain more than 20% of the world's available fresh water. That's kind of interesting. Uh, People experiencing earthquakes in the Great Lakes region have the glaciers to thank for that. Uh, The earth there is still rebounding from having been smashed by glaciers during the Ice Age. So it's actually being being smushed, if you will. That's not a geological term, by the way. (laughs) Smushed. what country owns Antarctica? I, th- I thought this was interesting and something I, I didn't know before. And that is, you know, is it Russia? Is it the U.S.? Actually, no one. Uh, there's a treaty that established Antarctica as a neutral zone through no telling how much longer this will be unchallenged since melting due to global warming has begun exposing huge oil reserves beneath the Antarctic surface. So I'm sure we'll find that to be interesting, whether it's in our lifetimes or not. I don't know. Uh, People who wade in the Dead Sea automatically float, and that's because of the high salt content in there. What is the most earthquake-prone state in the U.S.? Most people think it's California, but it's not. It's actually Alaska. What is the most dominant element in the earth, in the air that we breathe? And most of you say, well, that's obviously oxygen. No, it's not. It's only, it's not, I think the oxygen in the air is something like less than 20%. Actually, it's nitrogen. 80% of the air we breathe is nitrogen. So uh, these, these are just some of the things. And if you do your own, you do your own research, you'll find actually one or another one I, I found too, is that every so often our magnetic poles reverse the North and South pole actually reverse their magnetism. So, you know, if you look at the science or this, what scientists estimate that's going to going to happen again in another Oh, probably to 1,000 to 2,000, 2,000 years. So uh, uh, kind of interesting. All right, folks, if you want to call in with a quick question, because we're about to wrap things up here in a minute, uh, it is 323-870-3968. That's 323-870-3968. We'll give you one more commercial here, and I'll come back on. i got a couple more interesting facts, and then we will call it a show. Are you looking for quality greenstone working products? ESP sells many lines of fine quality, environmentally safe products. Stone Pro, NB Stone Care, Bondstone and Touchstone Adhesives, more Stone Care products, Easy Care products, and Better Bio, which is over 80% bio-based and approved by the USDA. For more info, visit ESPSales.net. That's ESPSales.net. 
All righty, folks. Uh, a couple of more interesting, interesting. Just a couple of quick, quick tidbits here. Is that is, um, do you know where the largest rock on the planet is? What country it's in? It's actually in Australia. It's uh, Mount Augustus is not a mountain, but one of the very largest rocks located in the Australian outback. The rock stands more than 2,300 feet tall and can be seen from nearly 100 miles. I thought I thought that was interesting. Um, this is kind of interesting. It's really not a stone fact, but it was when I was looking through stone facts, it was it kind of went, hmm, I didn't I didn't know that. Although these buildings are do have a lot of stone in them. And that did you realize there are buildings in New York that have their own zip code? That includes the Empire State Building, the MetLife Building, the Woolworth Building, and the Chrysler Building. Uh, I thought that was that was kind of interesting. Uh, it goes on to say here that interesting size isn't necessarily a factor in this, in this. But the tallest building in the city, the One World Trade Center, doesn't have its own zip code. So that, I thought that was interesting. <laughs> um, this one, and I'll end on this one here. This is this kind of got my my eyebrows raised and thinking is that there's enough gold on the earth cover itself in one and a half feet of the mineral across the entire earth. Is that, you know, it kind of makes you want to get out your old uh, gold mining tools if you have them and start searching for gold. But uh, that's kind of interesting. So those are kind of the things that I kind of, I I kind of like as those fun facts and interesting things like that. Of course, uh, uh, if you have any that I haven't, haven't uh, discovered, I've, Really appreciate it if you send me an email at f houston f h u e s t o n at gmail dot com. All right, folks, we're going to wrap it up for uh, for today. Uh, I want to put a word out there that if anybody wants to be interviewed, uh, let me know. I've got some great interviews uh, in the uh, coming up on the on the next couple of shows. So if you're interested in being interviewed, uh, be more than happy to talk to you about that. Just uh, send me an email at f houston f h u e s t o n at gmail.com and again one more time uh, my class out in vegas in january is filling up i have a few spots left so if you want to get in on it i'd highly recommend you do it now i only offer this class once a year okay so it's not a class you can you know sign up for any time during uh, during the year i only offer it right now once a year sometimes twice but more, more than likely just uh just once uh per year it's a great class check it out at stoneforensics.com Alrighty, folks until next uh next week Keep setting those tiles, polishing that stone, fabricating those tops. Later, my friends. Are you tired of lugging dozens of stain removal chemicals around to remove stains from stone, tile, or concrete? Did you know you only need three chemicals to remove almost any stain? From organic stains to inorganic stains, Dr. Fred's Ultimate Stain Removal Kit is all you need. The kit contains three reagents and includes a detailed ebook on how to remove almost any stain. So if you're trying to remove difficult ink or rust or simply coffee and other food stains, this kit is all you need. To order, contact Dr. Fred at 321-514-6845. One kit is $69.95 plus shipping.